This is Plant-Based Briefing, How Eggs Can Impact Body Odor, by Dr. Michael Greger at NutritionFacts.org. And I'm Marian Erickson, host of this curated content plant-based podcast, where I get permission and narrate a variety of articles on plant-based and vegan living in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. Today's article ties into yesterday's, both by Dr. Michael Greger of NutritionFacts.org. He's a New York Times bestselling author, internationally recognized speaker on nutrition, food safety, and public health issues. He founded NutritionFacts.org to summarize the latest in peer-reviewed nutrition and health research with no conflicts of interest. There are no ads, no corporate sponsorships, and 100% of all proceeds he has ever received from his books, DVDs, and speaking engagements have always and will always be donated to charity. There is a lot of confusing and conflicting nutritional advice out there, and many people just say, well, I don't know what to believe anymore, and they throw their hands up. That's often the goal of the industry. They just need to present conflicting advice, and people don't make any changes because they're not sure what to believe. So Nutrition Facts is such a valuable resource to combat some of this misinformation. Well, now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. How Eggs Can Impact Body Odor by Dr. Michael Greger of NutritionFacts.org I previously lampooned the egg industry PR campaign that tried to promote eggs as a source of eyesight-saving nutrients such as lutein by noting that a single spoonful of spinach had as much as nine eggs. See my video, Egg Industry Blindspot, linked here. The reason we'll only hear that egg industry claim on websites and TV shows and never in an ad or on an egg carton is because there are laws against false and misleading advertising that don't allow the industry to say eggs contain lutein because they're such an insignificant amount. In an email I retrieved through the Freedom of Information Act, you can see the email in my video, Eggs and Choline, Something Fishy, linked here. The head of the USDA's Poultry Research and Promotion Programs reminded the egg industry that they can't mention lutein in an egg ad. They can't say it helps people with macular degeneration and can't even talk about how good lutein is for us since eggs have such a wee amount and given eggs fat and cholesterol content, this is a non-starter for anything but PR. So for public relations, companies can lie through their teeth, but there are laws covering truthfulness in ads. The industry can't say eggs are a source of omega-3s, iron, or folate either. They can't even honestly call eggs a rich source of protein. The USDA Agriculture Marketing Service suggested that the egg industry instead boast about the choline content of eggs, one of only two nutrients that eggs are actually rich in, besides cholesterol. So the egg industry switched gears. A priority objective of the American Egg Board became to make choline out to be an urgent problem and eggs the solution. They outlined how they could partner with a physician's group and write an advertorial. They developed a number of them for nutrition journals. An advertorial is an advertisement parading as an objective editorial. They sent letters out to doctors arguing that inadequate intake of choline has tremendous public health implications. So forget about the cholesterol, the elephant in the room, as the industry calls it, and focus on this conjured epidemic of choline deficiency. People actually get about twice the choline they need, and in fact, too much choline can be a real problem. For one thing, too much choline can give breath, urine, sweat, saliva, and vaginal secretions an odor resembling rotten fish. Millions of Americans have a genetic defect that causes a fishy body odor, 
and might benefit from a low-choline diet since choline is converted in our gut into the fishy compound trimethylamine, TMA. Individuals oozing trimethylamine often become vegans because reducing the ingestion of dietary animal products rich in lipids decreases TMA production and the associated noxious odor. The other 99% of us, though, can turn the fishy choline compound into trimethylamine oxide, which is 100 times less stinky. We used to think extra choline was harmless for the 99%, but not anymore. Researchers at the Cleveland Clinic found that dietary choline, after it is converted in our gut to trimethylamine and oxidized in our liver to form trimethylamine oxide, may contribute to plaque buildup in people's arteries. This may set us up for heart disease, stroke, and death. Which foods is choline predominantly found in? Eggs, milk, liver, red meat, poultry, and fish. The good news is that this may mean a new approach to prevent or treat heart disease, the most obvious of which would be to limit dietary choline intake. But if that means decreasing egg, meat, and dairy consumption, then the new approach sounds an awful lot like the old approach, adopting a plant-based diet. Choline may be one of the reasons people following the Atkins diet are at increased risk of heart disease, whereas a more plant-based diet like Ornish's can instead reverse our number one killer. See low-carb diets and coronary blood flow linked here. This new research adds choline to the list of dietary culprits with the potential to increase the risk of heart disease, making eggs a double whammy, the most concentrated common source of both choline and cholesterol. I previously did a more in-depth dive into the choline issue in Carnitine, Choline, Cancer, and Cholesterol, the TMAO Connection linked here. More on eggs and cholesterol in Egg Cholesterol in the Diet and Avoiding Cholesterol is a No-Brainer linked here. More on Freedom of Information Act finds in Eggs and Cholesterol, Patently False and Misleading Claims, Eggs versus Cigarettes and Atherosclerosis, and probably my favorite, Who Says Eggs Aren't Healthy or Safe, all linked here. What else might make one smell fishy? See Bacterial Vaginosis and Diet linked here. You just listened to How Eggs Can Impact Body Odor by Dr. Michael Greger at NutritionFacts.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson. And yesterday's episode was the one he mentioned as his favorite, Who Says Eggs Aren't Healthy or Safe? So check that out if you haven't already. And as always, I put a link to the original post in the show notes. And from there, you can find all the links that he mentioned in the article as well. And the reason I wanted to add this episode today is because some people believe Eggs are now back on the healthy list, that studies used to show they were unhealthy, but now there's new science showing they're healthy. That's not the case, as this post outlines. It's basically just the industry sowing confusion and making people believe eggs are good for you. So please share this with anyone who might benefit, and thanks for listening.